Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. How are we doing? Um, look, guys, I survived the flu talk. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah, she survived. It was fun, though, watching you. Possibly we should recap the entire weekend of insanity that we just went through. I mean, we did. I mean, I don't know what events you have coming up to cover and whatnot because you don't have it up on the computer. Oh, yeah, me. you know, I forgot to put the notes up. Yeah, you know, my Minor details. details. That means nothing. Um, so, the regatta was this last weekend. It was kind of insane. Um, just to kind of recap my week and how it started out. I ended up, like, not going to work most of the week. Um. You did. It was weird. I went to, like, work, like, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Monday, Thursday? Yeah, your schedule was completely off. It was weird. I woke up, I'm like, like four days. I woke up, I'm like, why are you home? You're like, I'm off today. I'm like, oh, okay. Then you sounded disappointed and sad, and then you went downstairs and started throwing things. It's okay. I, I did not throw anything. <laughs> I actually made you breakfast like two days. I know, it was wonderful. That was glorious. Anyways, so I didn't go to work this week. I went to the super secret hideout of Dave Cufflo and helped him finish the blue tog. You did. Then Thursday night, we ended up meeting on the North Shore where I helped them unload it, um, set it up, make sure it looked really nice, uh, and then we left it there. Friday, we all went to the kickoff party. Well, I went to the kickoff party joined by my pilot and one of the other people, one of the other push people. Right. Um, Andrew and Linus, and we went to the kickoff party, which, okay, so let me break this down for you. There was so much Red Bull consumed this weekend, I still think I'm a little high. Well, I, I, um, you, you had I mean, to go back to work. it started Thursday night. And then, well. With, like, cans of Red Bull, like, as we pull into the hangar, there was, like, coolers of Red Bull, like, filled with Red Bull. Yes, there was, okay, so on my end of this, Amanda did the build and was on the push team for the flying parking chair. Um, she was out there and with all the people asking her all the questions and whatnot. So for me, with Bold, Amanda went ahead and said, shit, how am I going to cover this if I'm doing this? So what did you do? She signed me up for the press pass so that I could do all that stuff. So on Saturday, was the I went down to the garage one day and helped with the build. I didn't do a whole lot. I taped some things. I, I like measured some stuff and I didn't screw anything or hammer or anything or whatnot, but whatever. I, I did very minimal on the build this time compared to past when we've done the uh, uh, the floats race, race where I was heavily involved in that. Um, so I get the press pass and Amanda sets everything up. So on Saturday you were out of the house and gone before I even thought about it. Well, I wanted to bed. finish the whole press. So you jumped ahead till Saturday. Well, uh, I wasn't done. Uh, well, I'm sorry I cut you off, but you I'm just said. but I'm just gonna say for this aspect for me I get the press pass and they say hey you can have anything you want here's food here's this on the deck we're doing breakfast you're part of the media and the VIP section because there's people that paid for VIP tickets and whatnot now and so forth uh, and they got a party and everything but here's the thing for me with the media pass they said you could drink anything you want for free as long as it involves Red Bull so. <laughs> We both were kind of jacked up on Red Bull. I'm going to attack you like a spider monkey on Saturday. Yeah, so, well, mine actually started Thursday night when we unloaded. There was coolers of Red Bull set up along the street, along Art Rooney Way. And I was like, okay, so I just, like, grabbed one. And then I went home, and on my way home, I grabbed another one from Sheets because I was like, oh, I'm going to need this in the morning. And I like the cranberry flavored, which... I couldn't find all weekend. They, they like, was very few and far between. It. So, Friday night we get to um, the saloon down in Buckhead Saloon, down in Station Square for the kickoff party. 
they sanction us off like half in the restaurant, which caused the rest of the restaurant to talk like, what's Red Bull doing here? What's going on? That's for the flu talk. What's that all about? What is the flu talk? It was really strange. For everybody who wants to say that they know things that are going on in this city, nobody knew about the flu talk until like the weekend of, and you couldn't even tell because the place was plat was packed. North Shore was full, Point State Park, the steps were full, like boating everywhere. Just people were watching it. Um anyways, so we do Buckhead Saloon when you get there. I was like, I just want a glass of water. Like, that's all I wanted. Like, you can have Red Bull on ice. <laughs> they literally gave me, like, this menu thing, and they're like, these are mocktails. And you went through the mocktails, and all of them had Red Bull. Because you weren't allowed to drink the night We were before. not allowed to drink up until Saturday night. Like, literally, they were like, if we see that you are hungover, slightly intoxicated, anything like that, from, like, Friday night until Saturday night, you were disqualified and immediately asked to leave. Like, the end to it, it was as dry, zero, like, zero, zero tolerance on alcohol. So, I like these mocktails Friday night, so I did not have one. I was like, I think I'm good. Like, really? I want some sleep tonight. But Saturday, I did wake up, and there was once again, like, a Red Bull plethora of, like, anytime you want a Red Bull, all you did was have to ask for one. And literally, you were given one. Swag time, we were given a Chromecast, which is really freaking cool. That's like a $35 thing from Google that streams apps from your phone through your television. It's really cool. We haven't set it up yet. But kudos to Google for that. Um, and then we were given hats. And they were personalized hats. They were, like, personalized. They said, like, Pittsburgh on them, PA, and said, like, Red Bull Flutog. And, and underneath the bill sweet. it has Pitt. Like, it was super sweet. Yeah. Um, and then um, we went to Saturday. They, like, gave us food tickets also for any of the vendors we were covered. Um, if you jumped in the water, they gave you an official Red Bull towel. And they were, I guess, passing out Red Bull Terrible They, they were, and, and I should have grabbed one because I was in the media area where they were starting to pass them out to everybody on the hill there in the North Shore on the backside of, uh, uh, what is that? Is that is that Art Rooney Way or is that? Yeah, that's North, that's called North Shore Park. No, okay, so North Shore Park where the memorial, uh, is, I guess, is that, is that the Korean War or Vietnam yeah, War? Yeah, one memorial. of the memorials. One of the memorials was... That's where we were all at, right there on the backside of Heinz Field, and they were passing out these Red Bull Terrible Towels. Well, I'm in there setting up the monopod and the camera and everything. I didn't think to say, hey, can I get one or two of those? So I didn't get them. It, it, they're a terrible towel. They're a little bigger than the actual Terrible Towel itself, and it had the Red Bull uh, logo and the Flutog logo in the middle of it and so forth. I'm sure they're floating around somewhere. I don't know. We could probably still get one. <laughs> um, so Saturday went off. Um, really well. We did not fly out as far as we hoped we would have. Um, but we did very well. We did our little routine. We had some fun. Uh, a lot of Pittsburgh there to cheer us on. Um, not like I think that any of these people listen to the podcast, but thank you, Lee, for our 10. Um, Lee Trebosic, if you are a fan of his. If not, follow him on Facebook. Um, and... He um, said his next gig is coming up on the podcast, on your Jagos podcast that's coming out next week. So, um, I think Chelsea Papiani threw you a nine, like, too. Yeah, and Chelsea Papiani, thank you so much for throwing us a nine. Um, we ended up coming in 16th place. I thought you were 14th. 16th. 16th. Well, you're still in the top half. Yes. So we were quite um, shocked that night when we went back and looked at the scores. We came in 16th. So kudos to that. Thank you for everybody who voted for us. Thank you for everybody who came down and took a selfie with us. Thank you to everybody that, like, stopped by on the podcast, the Yajag Off podcast. Thank you for everybody. Thank you to Y108 for interviewing me. That was super fun. Um, and thank you to anybody who is a fan that came down. Um, and thank you to the Jag Off for allowing me to join the team for this. Um, and that was it. 
Um, little shout out, not if they're even listening or if they are, little shout out to, um, our neighbors, our Flutog neighbors, um, do good, have fun, their skateboarder friend, Walt, we are very happy that you're feeling okay. I watched the article on him on the news. Yeah, interviewed his him. aunt gave me the full scoop of his injuries. I am just like, I saw the injuries. They was, he was on, yeah, uh, he was on Kitty K on oh the 6 my. o'clock news. Yeah. And uh, he has some stitches in his legs, some stitches mm-hmm. in his hands, some stitches in his face. Um, yep. You know, he, kudos to him for you know, being. Kudos to him. I saw that going down. When I saw that happen, I was like, "Oh, this isn't good." I quit filming at a certain point. Like I was hoping that he was going to come to and raise his hand and be like, "I'm all good," and he'd help him out. And when that didn't happen, and medical came over, I stopped filming just because it's. Yeah. Not something you want to do. You don't want to film. They, like you know, they really did brief us on how much the like. If you want to talk about safety for this event, like a lot of people are like, oh my god, that like there was an injury, there was four injuries, blah blah blah. I will tell you that they briefed us from the start on your um on getting injured. So they were like, they inspected every craft. They made you change things on your craft if they felt it was dangerous. They also um, told us how to land. They taught us how to, like, they just went through a whole lot of safety thing. The pilots all got manuals. Um, you had to sign certain waivers. I mean, it was, like, really, really covered. Yeah, I mean, it was. And then, um, um, the safety aspect of it. And they had also, everybody was in a life vest. Everybody had a helmet mm-hmm. on. Uh, a lot of the, the, the push crews, like the, what you did, a lot of the push crews jumped into the water after the plane went down and crashed, and they said, just make sure you're not going to jump on your plane or jump on a fellow friend. Because yeah. um, it's a 22-foot drop. I mean, that's not a sneeze. I mean, that's... Uh, but I was on the hill. I was standing next to the Kitty K uh, photographer uh, uh, with the camera, and him and I were just laughing the whole time. He's like, wow, that one. He goes, oh, did you see that? You're like, you know. It was uh, it was a good day. I was on your end of it this time, where you were the one. I know I'm typically the one behind the camera. And honestly, had I not been on the team, I would have gone and done the media myself, or we would have tag teamed it to where like I would have let you stay up on the hill and I would have taken the boat out, or like I would have been in the tent or down on the shore because they allowed us to go out on a boat and everything. So I would have like. Had we not been you know what? on I, the team and you doing media, I honestly would have just tag-teamed it with you, and I would have been down on the boat, and you would have been up on the So, do you know what I found out yesterday at mm-hmm. work? What? About the Red Bull thing, me having the media pass. What? I could have went out onto the platform. Oh, yeah, 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 you could have. In the beginning. Before the show. Yeah, I could have went out on the platform before the show. I could have went out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I could have went out while they were doing the... Um, yeah. Sponsorship flu talks, the sheets one, and the, yes, I could have went out. I, I'm like, man, I'm like, now you tell me. <laughs> it's only because I work with a Kitty K broadcaster's son. Yeah. So, so they, uh, so and all in all, it was a fun weekend. Was it dangerous? Yes. Do will I ever do? No, I played it very safe. Like. You, you totally could have jumped off the platform I in the river, but you're like, nope. Out, nope. I was like, nope, I'm good. I, like, turned around, walked back over, picked up my snow shovel. If I would have been off. on the team, I probably would have went in the river. I, yeah, you know, I've been in that river once, and that's about it. I think uh, that anything that floats race. And then, by the way, we have already decided we are back to doing boats next year. So, keep an eye on us for something bigger, better, and more awesomer. When it comes to that, anything that floats rates next year, and we're going to bring some Pittsburgh flair, which I'm sorry that Red Bull kind of took away from the anything that floats rates. I saw the crafts this year. There was like five. So yeah. I feel really bad because I'm like, ooh, like did most of the, when, it, like seriously, we had thousands of people turn out for Red Bull. Like thousands of people applied. 40 teams got picked. 36 ended up doing it. Here's the deal. You have that many people who want to build things and have fun. Why are they not building anything that floats every year? Because it's not nationally televised and goes seen worldwide. Yeah, but you could still win money for your charity. You could still have fun. 
you could still do all these things. Like, I don't understand why these people, why these teams aren't, like, continuing well, the tradition next year. Well, 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 okay, so out of the 40 race. teams, I think, what, seven of them were from out of Pennsylvania? Were from uh, outside of Pennsylvania? Outside, outside of Pennsylvania. Yes, I mean, there was the guys from Boston, there was one guy from Ohio, there was a set from Tennessee. There's like, some from West Virginia. Yeah, there was people who were from in, from out of town. But like, if you even if you cut that down, that's still thirty p- teams that could have been a, built a boat, and they get on the news, they get on like Pittsburgh famous for like fifteen minutes, right? And you get to m- raise money for your charity. So, guys, if you're listening to this and you applied for Flu Talk or you did the Flu Talk this year. Do the anything that floats race next year. I guarantee you'll have a blast. I've had so much fun doing it the last few years that I love it. I can't picture not doing the anything that floats Well, race I think year. everybody should go ahead and go to our blog in the next couple days or so. We're going to piece together some video. Oh, my God. I have so much video I, to go I, through. Oh, my God. I'm sorry about that. It was cool, though, because today when people were, like, asking me about it, I could be like, oh, yeah, pull this up, pull that up, and start, like, going through it all, and, like... We've already shared the video between each other. I already showed video around work. It was awesome. Um, But, yeah, so check out... um, Check out Bull Pittsburgh uh, for the upcoming video, and we're going to write a little and bit we'll about that. we'll recap the whole regatta. I mean, the we'll flute talk the was the regatta. biggest part of it, but there was also speedboat races that I was in. I, I got to sit there and photograph and the sandcastles. Um, last night were the fireworks. Well, last night, Sunday night was the fireworks. I did not get to go down for that. I also did not get to participate in the balloon ride. They had the first time in like 10 years a hot air balloon. Right, and they couldn't get it up any of the three days. Yeah. Well, it ended up going up Sunday, but only for about two hours. So because of winds and everything else. So um, it just pretty much so is like you just want to make sure that you just – Look for a whole recap of the whole weekend. It's It was a wild, wild weekend. So, so we kind of went off a little tangent about how we did. Yeah. Um, and we... Uh, Instead of talking about what we usually talk about. Like, what are you drinking? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. No, yours is that one. Oh, yeah. Wait. That's your beer. Okay. So, you want me to go first? Oh. Yeah. You go first. You okay. have the bottle right there. So, I have Dry Legs. Brewing companies, Zetala, I'm guessing is that, Vetala, I don't really know how to pronounce it, because I can't tell if that's a J or a V. Um, an American wild ale fermented with peach juice and blended from 80% young casks to create a light fruity ale. Um, uh, it's kind of creepy. I thought it was a Halloween pumpkin beer when I first grabbed it. And I was like, ooh, drag lag did a pumpkin beer. But then I was like, wait, that's a peach. It's Vitala. It's Vitala. And then I read it and I'm like, ooh, it's ale made with peach juice. So if anybody knows me, I'm a peach junkie. I love peach beers. And in fact, I just found today... Another brewery that I love is doing a peach saison, um, which is Helicon, I think I saw doing it today. I'm not sure. I didn't see that article. Oh, shit. Now I'm going to fuck it up. Anyways, they took really cool picture of their entire brewery, like, filled with peaches from Sorbel's Orchard. And they were like, uh, yeah, we're going to start to do these. Um, and they're making a peach beer right So you need to so, taste a beer and right. a drink. Tell us how it is. They're forcing me to do things I don't want to do. Now I'm just eating. Oh, wow. That's really strong. So Amanda's taking a sip. And we all know Dry Log does predominantly sour. So I've tasted this. This is a sour. (laughs) So is this a beer that Amanda's not going to finish tonight? (laughs) Wow, is that sweet. Sweet. Sour. I poured a little bit. For myself, because you know, dry. We might be swapping beers. Twenty ounce bottle. We can swap beers. I'm fine with that. So let me give you a little quick rundown of this dry log uh, that I'm. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, so it's good, but here's what I need. I need it frozen. I need it like freezing cold to enjoy it. It is sour. It is. um, 
I mean, I would probably enjoy it. Debbie has a peach it. flavor. Yeah. It's just really, really, really sour. It's, it's uh, well, jar logs know for their sours and their wild yeasts and so forth. Um, you know what? I, this is something I could totally drink after I'm done cutting the grass. You know, it give you that. But again, I, I would like it colder. Yeah, I think I need it colder. I, would like, I mean, I, I just pulled them out of the fridge and poured... But we Plus, went honestly, off on I don't know how I feel about peach beer yet. I'm usually like tangerine and orange and stuff like that. I don't know how I feel about peach beer yet. So, don't take Amanda's uh, puckering face I, over here for well, how this beer actually is. I'm not having a comment. Other than, I'm probably just not used to peach beer. And she's also not used to, like, big, wild yeast Belgian sours, either. Yeah, I love Jedi. I really love what they do, but I I really can't find one that I love there. And uh, so you were looking at one of the other ones today, and I told you, I was like, don't buy it. Don't buy it. I, I'm struggling. I'll be honest. I'm completely honest, and I hope the brewers are listening. I struggle to find a brew I like from Dry Lag. Every other brewery in the city, I find one that I fall in love with, or like, there's one or two, but I struggle with them. Well, because you, you, they do sours, and you don't, you like sours. I know. You like sours, but you like the, 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 you like the Victory Sour Monkey. You did like that one. You did like the, the Watermelon Sour. You like that one. Oh, um, yeah, 21st Amendment's Watermelon like, Sour is like my then, cream of the crop. And then you liked the, um, Rheingeist Sour. Yeah. Um, the Rose Gose or the other one, or the uh, Cider Geist? I, I can't remember which. No, it wasn't the Cider Geist. It was their sour. I think it was their peach sour. Yeah. Um, but no. So. Okay. Can we just try yours? All right. I really want to switch gonna do mine. yours now. Mine is Levity Brewing. These guys are up in Indiana, PA. If I taste this and I love it, I'm going to be, like, stealing that That's rest fine. of that glass. You can take now. it all you want. I'll, I'll drink Can we talk all? about what we're doing, though, for their community? Because this beer, we just found out, is um, so, goes back to their community. I will uh, in just a second. So if you're up in Indiana, PA, it's 1380 Wayne Avenue uh, in Indiana, PA. How one, far is uh, Indiana from Pittsburgh? An hour, 45 minutes. All right. I mean, it's... Uh, so it's a day trip. It, it's up by Indiana College. It, it can't be that far. So it's a day trip to go to Levity. I, I mean, I don't have the actual... Like, I mean, I could hit the map here and be like, hey, and then figure out where Indiana College... Okay, it's, so it's right outside of IUP. <laughs> it's right outside of IUP and, and downtown Indiana. So uh, you're looking at... Oh, 422. It's off 422? All right. Yeah, so 422... IUP College is up here, Philadelphia Street. For those of you that have ever partied at IUP, it's not in downtown. It's just outside, so you can't Hi, walk there. Hi, guess what? I love this beer. Guess what? Amanda's drinking the rest of my beer. Uh, no worries. Let me take a sip of it for you, and I'll give you a good good uh, description here. Can I talk about what we're doing for the community while you, you do can. that? Because this is really cool. So this easy-to-love beer. By the way, this was $7.50. At Brews Brothers, our local bottle shop, and it's a uh, and it's a seven fifty bottle. A seven fifty bottle, six point seven alcohol. IB twenty seven IBU. Okay, easy to love beer is loaded with caramel malts and gently hopped. The Hoodlebug Trail, and I love the name. Okay, Hoodlebug, is popular. Rails to Trails path next to the brewery. Levity is proud to donate part of the proceeds of the sale to beer for trail maintenance. So this beer is called the Hoodlebug Brown. Uh, Just Hoodlebug. Yeah. No, a Rails to Trails Brown Ale. Right. So it's, your brown ale, it, it definitely is the killer brown. It has that caramel malt flavor. Uh, it's got good, good, uh... This I like. Good body for it. No offense. Sorry, No, no worries. Mm. I'm just... It's really, really good. I, I like it. I start making a point on, like, Sundays to go out and get the beer that we want. Like, make the actual trip to the breweries. That's what we need to do. Because we got to... I was looking for Partly Cloudy tonight. And I don't think it came out of the brewery. Sorry, Scott. Sorry, Scott. You didn't have we it. We promise we'll be out soon. We will promise cross our hearts and hope to die so yes anyways so two great beers from pittsburgh two very different tastes 
um, or from this area of Pennsylvania. Two very different tastes, a sour and more of a brown ale. Um, definitely check out both breweries. Awesome, amazing. Um, I think we're going to have to start to put a little bit more thought to this because Bruce Brothers has become a, like, every once in a while thing <laughs> of having something that's local and what we want. So we've got to start to, like, Well, I mean, they, really have, a lot of local, they have a lot of local um, brews, but I think we've done them all that we can yeah. get out of there. So also, if you are a brewery and you're listening and you want to be like, hey, Amanda, I'll prove you wrong and give you an amazing beer out of my brewery. We let us know. They, they have, what, eight taps down there that they do growler fills yes, on? Yes, but let I us know. I think five of them were, were local. Yeah, we let done us know. But we we will gladly take a growler. We will gladly take a beer. We'll gladly talk about you guys on the air, give it a taste, and enjoy it. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, what to do this weekend? Uh, oh, we totally skipped where to eat and where to drink. We'll come back to that after our break because we're already 25 minutes in. So we're going to take a break real quick. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, and we're back. We totally screwed up. So we totally didn't talk about where to eat or where to drink. We well, went off on a tangent we about, tangent about the regatta and flute hog. So I'm going to let you take it because you have either found these two places or have already drank there or eaten there or whatever. So I'm just going to let you fire away. So, You've got five minutes though. So one, <laughs> the, the first one of where to eat, I totally have not been there. I totally want to go um, we there. We totally though. need to go there. We are gonna definitely go there. It's <gasps> oh, by the way, guess what I saw on the ride home today? Guess whose sign officially got hung at the Galleria? Uh oh, Before, yeah. Breaking uh, news. Oh yeah. Um, the place in Market Square and the place in the, the yard is the officially yard. coming to South Hills. Am I a little bit worried about it? Yes, it's not exactly your typical South Hills uppity restaurant. Right. Because it's a lot of craft beer and mac and cheese and, and like grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Am I a little worried about it? Yeah. But in all honesty, somebody was super excited when they were driving by and saw it. So go ahead. But I so, had to share that. So, Breaking news today. So down in Bridgeville, which Bridgeville's coming up a lot. Oh, I don't even want to talk about how much Carnegie and Bridgeville are amazing so right now. So, we, we know we love bacon. Oh, Carnegie. I love bacon. So, they have a sister restaurant in Bridgeville. Mm -hmm. It's called Mac and Taz Ale House. So, it's named after the two owners of bacon. So, they the second restaurant's named after them for Mac and Taz. But they are basically doing a gourmet mac and cheese restaurant with burgers and sandwiches and salads, but focusing on the mac and cheese and cast iron skillets. So we're doing like lobster pot mac and cheese, $16. My goodness. And from the reviews I've read online and so forth, they everybody said that it was good to share for the table, but to eat it as a whole meal, you were going to take some home with you. Well, they haven't met this fat kid yet, so I'm going to test that out. So... Also, there's Look at a this picture rolling you out like it's right? like Willy Wonka so, like, chocolate factor. But they also have a buffalo blue mac and cheese, sausage and peppers and onions mac, a hot mess mac, which I really want to find out what that is, a pork mac. So yeah, I'm totally down for this. Uh, some of their bar bites they have are all balled up sausage mac. So it was probably like a deep fried sausage mac and cheese oh ball. God. Loaded nachos, loaded onion rings, seared ahi tuna, whole chicken wings, zucchini planks. Their burgers even seem interesting. They have a mac and cheese burger, which I'm totally down for. I saw a picture of it. They have a salmon burger, a just a burger, which seems to me to just be a burger. Portobello burger, a pepper jack burger. Um, so, sandwich-wise, what do we got? Uh, grilled chicken breasts, chicken parmigiana. They have a vegetarian sandwich. And then I look at their drinks menu. <clears throat> Come on, I said I look at your drinks menu. I said look at your drinks menu. There it is. 
Dunman tells me that that changes all the time, and that's why it's not coming up. I just had it like 20 minutes ago. There it is. <laughs> uh, so it looks Bone like it's failing us, right? So Whistlepig Manhattan, I'm down. Old fashioned cherry bourbon smash, Sazerac's, uh, the Pimlet. Tito's American Mule, Hair of the Dog, Bloody Molly, Sangria Barcelona. So that's so half of those are brunch cocktails. Do they have a brunch? I don't know. That would be amazing. Um, if they they don't did. have a full website yet. Um, are they even open yet? They are open. Interesting. They are open. Um, I've read the reviews. I've seen some pictures. We definitely need to get down here and check this place out for sure. Uh, they're also Macintosh Ale House, so I've heard they had some really, really good beers on tap. Uh, definitely down for that as well. So where are we drinking? Where are we drinking? Other the than home right now. The Rail Yard Ale House? We stayed in Bridgeville for this one. But yes. mostly because they tweeted at us this week. They tweeted at both of us this week. It was funny because of our untapped check-ins. Yeah. There, somebody, somebody's... What, what, What's that called? <laughs> the cat's turning on the Apple TV. Right? There it is. Love it. Why do I, What? Oh. Can I see the Apple? Right. Our, so we're recording our at home. Cat. And our kitty wanted to come join us. So she just stepped on the Apple TV remote. So the rail yard. Rail yard grill and tap room. If you haven't been, you should definitely go. Because it's awesome. They have 50 beers on tap. And their tap list is forever changing. Can you help me out here? Why? What's wrong? You need to talk while I search for stuff. Oh, no. You're, you're not prepared? Around. No, because I had to go to four different websites. But All the real, right. But the rail, yard, the rail yard is in Bridgeville. If you know the old Tambellini's in Bridgeville, that's where... The rail yard is located. Um, what are you looking for? Uh, apparently, their website's not updated because it still says Mother's Day. Oh no! Fail. Fail. Yep. Oh no! Maybe this place isn't as good as we thought. Well, I know the beer's good, so I, I've actually had a beer or two there a couple times. My problem is is we still have to get home from there. Yeah, it's pretty far and, away. And it's not far away. It's just that the neighborhoods we have to drive through to come home is mainly Upper St. Clair and Mount Lebanon. So you don't want to be drinking and driving in there. So we got to actually get on one night and just take an Uber or a Lyft down and um, come back. So also, if you don't know, uh, the rail yard, they, they, they have more of a bar menu. So it's like burgers and fries and wings and stuff like that. Nothing real fancy. It's a place to go. Hang out with your buddies. Really good beer on tap. I mean, and it's forever rotating. I think they only keep, like, Miller Light and Yingling on, and Guinness is on full-time. The rest of the time, it's it's just, uh, and it, it, the rest of the time, the other taps rotate. Uh, I've totally went down there and had Dogfish 120. I've gone down there and had KBS. Um, also, the gentlemen that own the rail yard there in Bridgeville, also own beer distributors, and the one that's right by our house that I also like to go and help out, um, Gary, down at uh, 88 Beer, and his brother, I can't remember his name, up uh, owns Boulevard Beer in Brookline. Um, they together own the rail yard. Uh, nice guys, good dudes, great beer. Um, Food-wise down there, I really can't tell you too much. Um, we've only ever had, like, mozzarella sticks and nachos and whatnot. I mean, it's bar food. It's it's barfed, but the beer is what you're going for. Um, so that aspect, uh, check those two places out if you're in Bridgeville. Um, We're definitely going to go to uh, Macintosh as soon as we can. Uh, yeah. that we have a day off together because we totally love Mac and bacon. Cheese. We oh. totally love bacon. So if the same owners as bacon, and we totally love mac yeah. and cheese. And who doesn't like mac and cheese? I know. It's like un-American. It's like not liking a fucking burger or pizza. I'm sorry I had technical difficulties during that part. It's okay. Kitty caused them. And poor cat. I swear to goodness. She Podcast did. animals aren't cool sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, so 
We have some events. I need my phone this time. Uh-oh. Amanda needs her oh, phone. Oh, God. Here we oh, go. Oh, wait, wait. Because, you know what? Here's the one event that I saw, and I saw it earlier today. And I was like, we should really go. It's the office space at Row House Cinemas. Um, so, Row House Cinemas in Lawrenceville. The movie office space. If you've ever worked in a movie, or if you ever worked in an office, you'd totally get that movie. So, did also, you get also the activity that yeah, you Yeah, the get activity. To do? They're going to have a printer in the yard next door. That you can go smash the printer with a baseball bat. <laughs> Just like that scene and in the movie. And they are attached to beer ports, which you can go get beer and take in. So, yes, you can take yeah, beer Yeah, that the might movie. be a really fun, fun time. So, check that out. At one point in time, I had this soundtrack to Office Space, which was all like old school gangster rap. And I don't ever know what happened to that it. That cracks me up. Um, it really, really does. That really makes me giggle. Like, because that was one of my favorite parts of that was, like, was when he was driving in the car and he had to keep, like, putting up the window and stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, giving you a chance to reenact the iconic printer smash scene from Office Space. Starting at 6 o'clock, behind the building of Row House Cinema, we'll have printers ready for smashing. Everyone gets a couple of hits until the printers run out. Then come see the movie that starts at 7.10. Bring your own printer and you get a free small popcorn. Please note your printer will not be returned to you. Do we have an old POS printer in the house? Uh, that no. We take? I have an old scanner, but not a printer. Anyways, the real house cinema is down in Lawrenceville. So that's pretty cool. Also this weekend... Saturday night, Saturday night, or Friday night, is the 21 plus Let's Get Physical at Carnegie Science Center. Um, Friday night, 6 to 10. This is 21 and over. Tickets are available. Tickets are inexpensive. They're like $25. So seriously, it's your chance to go play in the Science Center as an adult. Is it another 21 so, night? It's a, over 21 night at the Science Center again? Yes. And this time, it is this weekend... But it's all about sports. Dude! And moving. What day of the so week? So lace up. It's Friday night. Lace up your Fuck. sneakers, slip on some leg warmers, and get ready to complete in physical challenges as we explore the science of physical activity. Um, you'll be able to do the ropes course, become a human yo-yo at the sports works event uh, exhibit, you will also get to try some pole fitness with from Fitness with a Twist. We did a story on them. If you go back way in our archives. Way back. We have. It was one of the very first adventures Amanda did. It's Fitness with a Twist. You get to do pole dancing. Um, cyclist skills. DJ Solo Dolo. We'll keep the music going in the Robot Lounge. Um, admission. Is you ready for this? Twelve dollars in advance or seventeen at the door, dude. Confirmation email. It doesn't say anything honestly, about food the, or drink. Honestly, the twenty one, the twenty one plus nights. Typically, there's food and drink in there too. The twenty one plus nights are the best nights to go to the Carnegie Museums. Yeah. So uh, let me throw Definitely. this one in here because I just came across it and Amanda will be oh, mad. Oh God. Wednesday night. So tonight, after you hear this in the morning, tonight you need to get to the waterfront. To go see movie. Oh, God. Back to the Future is on the big screen. Just oh, throwing it geez. out there. Okay. All right. Um, coming up, I don't have the exact date because I couldn't find it once I went through this. But keep your eyes peeled to our website and to um, our Instagram. The Rooftop Shindig, it will be back. Um, and this time it's on top of the Andy Warhol Museum. Nice. So, or it's all about Andy Warhol, so it will be, I don't know if it's on top of the museum or on by the one of the parking garages right there or whatever. Is it the rooftop shindig usually but, on Penn Avenue at the parking yeah, garage? Yeah, so they're doing an Andy Warhol night. So this is coming up. I can't find the exact date. I apologize. I'm, like, losing it. Um, but I wanted to tell you, keep appealed here for it, um, for something else, for an official date. Um, also, Pittsburgh Restaurant Week is coming up next week, the 14th, um, on 
If you have ever gone to any of the Pittsburgh Restaurant Weeks, it is amazing. It is constantly like great deals of food. So it's usually a fixed menu at any of the restaurants listed on the website for like a certain amount of money. Like I think the one year it was like $20.17 or something. It is something seriously cheesy like that. If they do a wine pairing with it, they add $10. Yeah, it's like $35.17. Like, yeah, it, there's yeah. something crazy like that. So, there's honestly, seven, yeah. head to the website, check out all the restaurants that are participating, They're, and then say, oh, my God, I wanted to try them, and just go during restaurant week. And please remember to tip your servers and bartenders while doing so, because you're enjoying great food at great restaurants at a very reduced price. Um, yeah. They do take care of you like you're there spending $250. Please go enjoy the food and beverage. Enjoy the atmosphere. Make reservations in advance. Yeah, um, by the way, if you do open table, a few of them are offering extra points through oh, yeah. open table if you book it that week. So pay attention to that. Pick out your favorite restaurant and then go into open table and see if you can make a reservation through there because then you will get your points towards either your gift certificates and or sometimes they're giving extra points if you're booking during restaurant week. And please, if you have the means, eat out all seven days. Go to a different restaurant. Oh, yeah. Restaurant Hells, yeah. If 30, you have, if you if have $100 you want, to blow, go ahead and do it. I mean, babe, it's more than 100 because they're thirty-five seventeen. That's For the wine lines, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, if you if you have some extra money stocked up or you didn't, or you sit, or you didn't spend as much money on vacation as you thought you would, and you have some money laying around, go ahead, eat out all seven days. Eat at seven different restaurants. It's amazing. We've done it in the past. I would love um, to see somebody actually do that and document the entire thing on Instagram. Like, my, like, seven days, three meals a day, all restaurant week. Like, that I wasn't going with see. three meals a day. I was going with just if dinner. If I could eat three meals a day, if the, uh, like, okay, Pittsburgh Restaurant Week, get on this right now. I am seriously your number one PR person. I will go three meals a day, all seven days, promo everything about it, promo the shit out of it. I'm your woman. There it is. You have one more event there that you were trying to sneak in. I do have one more event I'm trying to sneak in because, you know, our friends uh, here in Millville, um, you know, we're with the River's Edge here in Millville, and Millville's having a beer fest this weekend. Oh, my. Or not this, is it this, yeah, this weekend, August 12th. Uh, it's the 11th annual Millville Brew Festival, and this is going to be held down at the waterfront, at Waterfront Park, and it's the 11th annual Millville Brew Festival, features over 180 beers at the scenic Waterfront Park. There are two sessions, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. This year we'll also be hosting food trucks, a couple live local bands. The, ba uh, the band Working Breed will be performing during the first class session. And our friends, good friends, Crow Moses will be performing during the second session. The River's Edge Radio Network will stream local original music during the breaks. Tickets can be purchased using the link below. Check them out. I don't know. Is this going where the food truck park is going to be? Is that, is that the Riverfront Park now? Is that, no. No, it's differently? Different. Oh, yeah. So it's the food truck park's going to be the old uh, Mr. Small Skate Park, right? Yes. There it is. But, By um, the way, I found out the um, shindig is Tuesday, August 29th, um, 5.30 p.m., top level. It isn't going to be at Andy Warhol, but they are screening Greta Garbo's Metahari, an entertainment by Fat Man D, and a vintage fashion market by Second Shift Crafters, top level of Theater Square Garage, bring... Um, no bikes, skateboards, bring your chair. There it is. So, get down to the rooftop, check that out. Get down to Millville for the Brewfest. Um, I didn't know Chrome was playing down there. Again, I gotta work, because I have one of those jobs. So in the meantime, I think we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Oh! Uh-oh, Amanda found something else. I will, well, I can talk about that later there's gonna be so also that is a special night 
So the Andy Warhol Museum and Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership team up for an extra special Stars of the Silver Screen Rooftop Shindig. Pittsburgh Filmmakers presents Greta Garbo's Matahare, one of Warhol's favorites. Entertainment by Cosmic Chantus, Fat Man D Musicians, Beautiful Dancers, and Sideshow Marvels. Vintage Fashion Market curated by Second Shift Crafters, Tasty Food Themed Cocktails, and Craft Beer and Free Admission. Tuesday, August 29th. So, this is, that's why it's an Andy Warhol one. That's one of his favorite movies, so. And was it Andy Warhol's birthday, or was it his death date that was just this Sunday? That Birthday. It was his birthday. It was Sunday. Uh, Where we actually live is not too far away. We're, like, around the corner from the cemetery that Andy Warhol's buried in. Um, and they had an event there on Sunday where, um... People gather around Andy Warhol's grave and uh, paid homage to him, and uh, mm -hmm. they had a balloon release and so forth, and it was kind of like a big little party soiree around his gravesite. Yeah. I mean, so we live right around the corner from there. I mean, I was at work, and you were sleeping with the cat, so neither one of us went. Whew, I was recovering from that flu talk. Yeah, she I'm was. I'm going to treat it like it was the flu. Uh, I was recovering from the flu talk. So, it's some strange disease. So I think we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to do the he said, she said portion of our show, which means not safe for children. Usher the boss away, put on those headphones, and uh, enjoy. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. That, How do you know that? <laughs> like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 or so. <laughs> I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, money bags. Tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. All right, and we're back. It is now officially time for. He said. She said. And like we said, put on the headphones, usher the parents out of the room, tell your boss to take a hike, and listen up. And keep in mind, if you ever have something you would like us to discuss on the air, drop us an email, drop us a DM, slide into that DM, and just let us know. Hit us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Yeah, something fun. I tried to do a poll last week for this, and... It Failed miserably. It, it did One fail. person answered. I was like, what the fuck point is that? It failed miserably. Anyways, so he said, all right, lay it into me, brother. He said, supporting your partner's activities. So what I mean by supporting your partner's activities is, for our instance, Amanda and I pretty much only have one day off a week together or a half a day off a week together. And we do everything you want to do. We do not do everything I want to do. That is such a fucking lie. Anyway. I usually just agree with whatever you want to do so we don't have an argument. Most of the time when we have our day off together, it involves doing house shit, which we're both mad about. Like sweeping the floor, doing the dishes, cleaning the litter box, you know, uh, cleaning up around the house, going grocery shopping, stuff like that, which sucks. Nobody wants to spend their day off together doing that. But. No. On a day off together, if we have a whole day off together, we usually both like to go eat and drink around the city. Yeah, not always. Not always, but we also You like never do what I... You never ask what I want to do. And if I say like, it, and like you're like, no. You know, you want to go hiking, you want to go canoeing and kayaking. Yeah, I, I like do. kayaking, I like canoeing. Hiking, I'm not too big of a fan of. Um, But here's here, here's where I'm getting at. Is like, I have days off opposite of you. You have days off opposite of me. I wholly support your activities. You want to go hiking... I'm at work. Take the car. Go up to Moraine State Park. Hike around all you want. Go down to South Park. Hike around. It's not safe to hike alone. You have a phone? If I fall in the river, it is not going to help me to have a phone. Well. Get some friends. That could be your answer. <laughs> no. Find a fucking friend. No. I have friends, god damn it, make it right? sound like I'm all unpopular you know, you know, I'm, No, I'm not saying. On my days off, I like to golf. Now, 
Do I have friends that go golfing with me a lot? No. No, I go a lot on my own because friends of mine that do play golf are working on the I days I'm off. Back. There have been days where I've been like, all right, fuck you, asshole. I am going to go eat breakfast uh, wherever I want. Oh, and you've then totally go done that. And take a kayak out or do something just for me. Granted, I love to just go shopping on my days off. You do. And spend lots of money, but we don't have that luxury. You do, and when we do have the time that you can go take a couple hundred bucks and go buy new bras and panties and all that good stuff... And I love how you clothes. go straight for the sexual. Right, but... but well, bras and panties. Like, that's all I wear. 24-7, I'm just in bras and panties. She wears clothes on the outer as well. But Only because I'm forced to go to work in them. Right, because she's forced to go to work. If I could, clothes. I'd live my life in sweatpants and t-shirts. You know, I really decided <laughs> this today that it would be bad if I did, like, do freelance all the time. Because the need for a bra in my life would be non-existent. Well... You know, and if I worked from home and so forth, the need for underwear in my life would not be existing. Uh, yeah, it would be, like, literally the worst thing in the world. Like, what's pants? I don't know what pants are anymore. I mean, I have shorts. I have, I have like, basketball shorts on. That's pretty much why I live in the yeah. house. And basketball shorts yeah. and I cut off. Sweatpants and a t-shirt. There you go. But, no, so supporting your, your, your partner's activities. You know what? If your partner's activities involve sitting in a bar and drinking their face off all day and doing drugs and doing stupid shit, don't support those. Exactly. You know, don't. support the activities of like, hey, I like to go play golf. Does golf involve me having a beer or two after playing? Usually. Have I gone too far at times? Yes. Most of the time, I do not. Supporting your activities of you going and want to go hiking and kayaking and canoeing, by all means, go. You are just adorable when it comes to my activities when you are at work, because if it's something that I do that you want to do, you get this puppy dog look. I know, I'm like, man, I wish I was at work today. I yeah, like today. like the other night when I w went and had a total girls night at like Mindful Brewing, and you're like, what, what time are you going? And I'm like, 8 o'clock. You're like, but I'm still at work. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, I know. But you brought me home beer, so I was okay I with that. I did bring you home a you beer. You did. You did I bring me did home beer. I did bring you home a beer. She brought me home a crowler. It was awesome. But, I, but like, you were so funny because you're like, but but I have to work. And I'm like, that's the point. It's girls' night. Yeah. And you're like, but but I have to work. I'm like, you actually went. You actually went tonight and met with one of your girlfriends at the restaurant I work at. Yeah, I was. Well, yes. I, went, I met with a friend. I am doing a story on her business. We went to a restaurant to have, we each had a, a cocktail and we shared a cheese plate but it was mostly business yes right but i tend to try to at least spend time away from you the idea of in supporting each other's activities the reason why we say don't support their drugs and drinking is because make sure it's a safe activity right. if your partner's going out getting smashed and then coming home and you're fighting or getting into an argument or you're feeling neglected in the relationship, that's not safe. That's not supporting That's, not, that's a not a good activity That's not supporting. a good activity. No. I'm so proud of you to hear you finally say that. Well, because I don't go get hammered every day. Not anymore. Uh, okay. You used to. Five years ago, yeah, I did. So see, you turning know, it around. You know, she's, she's helped me turn that around. But no, I do go out play. I play as much golf as I can. And I, I, uh, and I'm not a big, like, I bike. I the gym that you're at work. Yeah. And, and I, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. And, and when you do have a day off together, you, I don't expect Amanda to go and play golf because that's not going to happen. But she has Although rode in the golf, she has rode in the golf cart with me. And while I've played, and and she drove and enjoyed the, the sunshine. and she drove the golf cart. And, and one of these days, I'm going to drag your ass to Sandcastle just so I could sit next to a, or the wave pool, so I could just sit there and enjoy the sunshine. And I'll go to wave pool. I don't know about Sandcastle. It's many little fucks. Well, there's wave pool. The wave pool has a lot of little fucks too. But Sandcastle at least has a bar. We can sit in a hot tub. True story. That is true. They reopened. They reopened today. Flooding. They reopened today. I feel today. so bad yes. for that. Um, um, all right. But no, so, supporting your partner's activities, whether you are with them or you have your own personal time by off. By the way, supporting activities, please let your partner know where you are. This day and age, anything can happen Anything can to happen. You. So if you are a guy and you're like one of those guys, it's like, she doesn't know where the fuck I am and you shut your phone off. Guess what? That's not cool. It, it, this day and age, we need to know. I don't shut my phone off. You just ignore me. I don't shut my phone off anymore, but also you have the option, since we are on the same phone plan, 
that we can pull each other's GPS up at any point in time. Yeah, but not everybody. But it's nice to let them know where you are. It's it's only common courtesy. And if they care about you and they worry about you, it's 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 serious. And that has nothing to do with keeping tabs on or tracking or whatever. It has everything to do with this day and age. I would hate for something to happen to you and me not know about and it. And I would hate for something to happen to you, too. So there you go. If my kayak flips over and I'm up and dying in the river, I would rather you know that that's the last place you saw me. Like, that's the last place I was. And I would just call River Rescue and be like, check for it, the Emsworth Lock and Dam. Yeah, because that's usually where I would belly up. Anyways, so my topic was a fun little article. And I'm going to have to read part of this article because I'm going to tell you no shit at the end of it. Do you ever read these blogs and been like, or these articles in newspapers and just been like, what the fuck? Like, I could have told you that months ago. So Sometimes I do read those and I'm like, really? You guys are just now figuring this shit out? Yeah, like, I can't... I guess it's also because we're closer to 40 and some of these people that are writing this shit are like 23. Alright, so four real as fuck ways having sex can benefit your mental health. I'm waiting for your no shit, Sherlock. I mean, really. I mean... Number one, sex can be a stress reliever. Feeling anxious? Have an orgasm. Anybody who has went to college knows that because they went through finals week. And 90% of the time that you get laid in college is finals week. Because you're so fucking stressed out. However... Physiologically, during an orgasm, higher levels of blood flood the body and takes the pressure away from the brain. Most people report feeling more relaxed after an orgasm, hence an active sex life could be better be your way of getting fit and warding off illnesses. Number two, sex can help increase your self-esteem. No fuck. Truly, it can. I don't feel as special as I do as when we're cuddling. Like, I spend all day long with guys. I spend all day long, like, I've had multiple guy friends. Most of them are now gay. Um, But I never have felt so high of self-esteem than I do when I'm laying there with you. So, yeah, that's a duh answer right there. Um, number three just gets skipped. Why? What was number three? (laughs) They wrote number four twice. That just shows amateur rating right there. Number four, sex helps you and your partner become more intimate. Uh, yes. Because obviously I wouldn't, I wouldn't be having sex with you if I didn't want to and... Sex is intimacy. I mean, mm-hmm. unless it's just a one-night bar hookup and I plan on never talking to you again and it just... But for the most part, in relationships, it does improve... Intimacy. I intimacy. mean, you're yeah. naked in front of them. Like, lights on or lights off, you're naked. Plain and simple. We should talk about lights on or lights off one night. Oh my god. Lights off. I hate lights on. I like dim. I do like dim since we started with the whole, like, um, uh, we made our house a smart house and I made a setting on my phone sexy time. Yeah. Which, by the way, that has caught a a fad at work now where at least, like, four or five people have come to me and then been like, I did that. And my spouse loved it. Right. I had one dude, he took it an extra step and queued it up so that when it happens... His phone automatically plays a playlist, too. Really? And it's like Kenny G and shit. <laughs> so seriously. Like, uh, uh, the, the, I've had people come to me and they're like, that is the coolest thing that we ever heard. And the story you tell behind it, I tell them always the story of the first time that I did it. Like, I installed all the bulbs and you came home and we were getting ready for bed. And I said, hey, Siri, it's sexy time. And the lights dim and you, like, lost your shit. Like, you just started laughing so hard. And our lights got on to about 30%. Yeah, our lights literally, like, dimmed to, like, 
like, I think it's like 40 is what I put it at. And I was like, and all I have to do is say, hey, Siri, it's sexy time. And the lights will like dim in the bedroom. The best part is, is that when I first did the first night, you laughed. You like lost it so badly. So I actually told people that story at work. And they got a kick out of it so much that they all went home and did it. Nice. Like, I've had four or five people tell me the story, and then their spouses came home, and they, like, lifted Siri and been like, hey, Siri, it's sexy time. And the next thing you know is, like, the lights go down. One dude fixed it so that a playlist came up. Another one fixed it so that, like, the TV turned to, like, a... Like a fireplace, like a fireplace or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, there was just ridiculousness. Anyway, so lights off. By the way, um, number four is, and you're gonna laugh at this. Sex can improve how you sleep. I don't know how it improves how I sleep. I know how it improves how you sleep. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Why? What happens after sex with me? Um. Uh, Go ahead. You, you cuddle up right next to me, all nice and close, and nuzzle right next to me. Okay. And then I, like, pet your hair and whatnot, and then all of a sudden, you instantly go to sleep, and you're out, like, hardcore out. And then even, like, I can, like, walk downstairs, go to the bathroom, grab a drink, why not come back upstairs and you're hardcore out? And afterwards, like, you don't, like, snore. You don't, like, shiver. You don't toss and turn. You're just, like, out. Like a light. Like, it's like a light switch. Like, like here's, like, like, basically for you, it comes down to... If you want Amanda to sleep awesomely and have her have the best sleep of her life... Give her a good meal, a <laughs> bottle of wine, <laughs> a cocktail orgasm. afterwards, and have orgasm. some have some adult fun, <laughs> and she's out like a light. Gone. Like, tapped oh, out. Oh, and by the way, the good meal has to involve chocolate cake. There's something about chocolate cake that Not just Not necessarily puts chocolate cake, No, but it's definitely dessert. chocolate cake. It puts it over the edge for me. But no, I mean, I mean, for me... I probably do sleep better. Uh, I don't know how I sleep because I'm asleep, but and you're never awake. There are some <laughs> nights where it's really funny where I can tell that you're just like you have a moment of relaxation, and then I can just see you like sink into the mattress deeper. And then there are other nights that you're just like, um, that you're just like this like, oh babe, like oh. Babe, like, you're, like, all, like, lovey-dovey. And then there are other nights where it's, like, I can tell that you just want to smack me on the ass and roll over and go to sleep. Well, I mean. But those are also the nights that you've had a bottle of wine and a cocktail or two. Yeah. And a meal. Yeah. So I think it all just depends. But, you know, I just thought that article was hilarious because it was, like, a duh article because it's like and again i don't know who wrote that article i don't know but it, the they were probably they were probably like 22 years old or 23 years old i mean they just wanted to write something with the word sex in it to get right? a lot of hits there it is i mean again we're closer to 40 than we are 30 and i could so. easily write an article just saying hey look you know what sex is like sex is amazing but this is how you do it right and this is how you do it with the person that you love that is true. I mean, maybe you should write a sex book. I've thought about it a lot, but then I thought about my reputation and how people would perceive me afterwards. Like a fun person? <laughs> or a slut? Um, yeah. I don't know. I've always thought about it. I've always thought about... Well, Bold was supposed to be a dating site. Yeah, etiquette, yeah, you started out etiquette, of... sex, and fun dates in the city, and it evolved into what it is now. It never even touched that. It went straight into like being this three hundred sixty degree view of Pittsburgh from dating etiquette and sex and stuff like because I was getting fed up going into bars and I was alone at the time, like because we weren't together yet. I would go into these bars and watch these young girls like 
either not know how to act or get drunk after like an hour and be like, you think that that's going to make it through the night with him? Like, no way. That guy isn't even going to take you home. Like, you can see it on the guy's faces that they're just like, how do I get out of this situation? And I felt bad, but at the same time, I was like, girls, like, what are you doing? Like, you want a meaningful relationship. You don't want to be drunk in the first 20 minutes of meeting a guy. Do you want to hear my worst first date experience? That might be in next week's topic, because we're way over in time. We are way over in time. So next week, we're going to talk about lights on, lights off, and Steve's worst dating experience. Actually, we're going to say both of our worst dating experiences. Both of our worst dating experiences. There we go. That'll be next week's He Said, She Said. We are over time for this week, so we are done. I'm cutting it. Um, Thanks for tuning in. This week and every week on the River's Edge at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. Um, you can catch us anytime at boldpgh.com or on the riversedge.com or at sorgatronmedia.com. And remember this week uh, to check out Leverty Brewing, Dry Leg Brewing, uh, Mac and Taw's Ale House. And Rail Yard Rail Yard Ale, Ale House. Both of those are in Bridgeville. And don't forget about Office Space at Row House Cinemas. The Let's Get Physical at Carnegie Science Center, Rooftop Shindig featuring Andy Warhol's favorites, and Pittsburgh Restaurant Week. This has been another great, fun episode of Bold Nights Out. Yins, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.